Hey Geekscapists, welcome to episode 164 of Geekscape. This is Jonathan London talking to you about the latest movies, video game and comic book news and reviews. And every week I'm joined by a guest. This is Ian Kerner. I don't even need to introduce you to him. He's such a great guest host. And you guys have asked to have him on the show at least once a month. So what better time to have him on the show than last month we had Kick-Ass. This month we have Iron Man 2. And Ian, I, I want to, you know, every guest host, I'm like, oh, how have you been? But we just saw you. So, and I just saw you Saturday for um, my bachelor party, which, which, uh, yeah. which was fun. We went and played laser tag, creamed the shit out of a bunch of 12-year-old kids, just like fucking annihilated them. Show them your team. Jake 108 style. Oh, I could throw up the team right here. Holding the Creaming 12-year-olds, it sounds like we Gilmore's destroying like, fantasy come true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gilmore disappeared there for a while in the midst of the shadowy uh, laser tag arena, and then uh, he came out like, you looked, you know, happier. And he came out. Um, you I looked, looked like you I looked, dipped my hands in a vat of slime. You looked relaxed. You know, it was crazy when the kids. Teams, Less tension yeah, in his face. When the kids' teams like score came up, and we saw that they hadn't scored a, a point after like halfway through Gilmore the game. Gilmore scored. I wonder. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and then from there we went to um, Dave and Buster's. We went to Dave and Buster's, had dinner, and like played a shitload of video games. That's fun. And that was fun. Do you really think they want to hear about your well, bachelor party? You know, yes, just just saying, geek, geeks geeks have bachelor parties, and this is how you do a geek bachelor party: a little you bit of laser, laser tag. You knew it was Jonathan's bachelor party when uh, we show up to the place and, you know, there's a bunch of us meeting at the laser tag place and you're like, all right, we're here. Jonathan's bachelor party, it's starting. The first thing that comes on the loudspeaker, it's like, Jake's birthday, party of eight. (laughs) And then we we finished it up. We went to, we played a bunch of video games. You and I played that little spider game. You guys played Aliens, Predator. No, that Aliens game was fun. Ian and I creamed that shit for a while. Um... A lot of creaming Again, going creaming, on. A lot yeah. of creaming going on, yeah. and it wasn't done there. Uh, my friends are so fantastic; they kept the, the day a mystery to me, because uh, I definitely would have protested going to a strip club called strip. Cocoon. Uh, the, the, what? What? Whose idea was it to go to a strip Brunswick. club in Brunswick Monrovia? George, the place. Know. The place was called Cocoon. Yeah, I know. What the. Fuck. Oh, God, like, I, I, I had to check for egg sacs growing on my back when and, I left. And I gotta tell you, you know... That's nasty. Other people that know me, they knew that I had to think a lot of you because I went to Arcadia. Right. That, that place is... I mean, Yeah, dude. we went to the middle... We went to where people go to dump bodies to go to, like, a strip club. Yeah, I was, like, expecting fucking... I was, like, looking for alpha dog type shit to be going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, middle of nowhere. Well, there was a stripper OD. Oh, God. Oh, Ian, you missed that crap. Okay, so the strip club, it's fine. The the most surreal thing about the strip club was being in a strip club with naked ladies, like, walking around naked and ladies. seeing Bibiani in a Geekscape shirt walking the floor. <laughs> it's like, there's a Geekscape shirt walking around the strip club like, right Like, halfway through the through the uh, the hostage situation, I called Jonathan being in a, a strip club. Uh, definitely taking one for the, for the boys. Uh, I'm sitting there going, man, like... This is weird. And I look up at Bibiani's like perusing the floor, walking around with his Bibiani swank like walk, and he's got a Geekscape shirt on. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. That is wait, awesome. Wait, wait. You think that's real? Gilmore's girlfriend's here. She's real. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Leah Dunn is here. Leah Dunn is here. Uh, and and thank you for allowing Gilmore to come out and have fun with us last weekend. Uh, I'll tell you the. Uh, I'll wrap it up with this. Um, I went out to like the, there's like a smoking section on the, like annex to the side of the uh, building, right. where they've cut off part of the parking lot and with like bamboo and, and shit like that, and it's where you go out to smoke, I guess. Uh, and I went out there, Nar Williams and Bibiani and Graham were out there, and Graham just goes, and I go, what's going on out here? And Graham goes, just look at me. 
don't look anywhere but me, just focus on me, just focus on me. And I go, wow, what's going on? And from over my left shoulder, I hear this, I look over and there is this stripper folded over a uh, plastic trash bin. Like a big one. Like a big like construction bin. And she's fucking just hurling. Like, all the drugs she'd consumed and all the alcohol she'd drink was just coming out with, like, organs. And there was it a was bouncer, so violent. like, helping her out, rubbing her back. He's like, oh, it's okay, Cindy, you alright? She's like, yeah. <laughs> I finally, knowing that Cindy wasn't going to wrap things up quick, and you know. She was bent over that trash can for a good, like, ten minutes. No. Like, nobody ever saw her face. That's only after you came out. Really? You like, came out 20 minutes into the ordeal. Nobody saw her they, face. They covered her in a blanket. Like, I mean, I'm guessing that when we got James our cars, Brown. when we got in our cars, and ultimately went to Denny's in Hollywood to wrap up the evening. Like, that strip club was turning its lights off, and Cindy's feet were just sticking out of the trash can. Oh. Like, like she's dead. <laughs> she's dead. So we may want to dedicate this uh, episode to for Cindy. Yeah, sorry, Cindy. Um, you know what? You gave us entertainment. You gave the Geekscape us some entertainment. Uh, so. That was that's. Were you at least party. putting dollars in, you know, in, in her, her ass? In her ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wasn't that? that it they became the it show, out, right? They take it out, wrap her in a wrap her in a uh, in a blanket, and then dump her somewhere in Monrovia. <laughs> like, oh shit, she's got singles on her. Let's go. Um, dump her a nice. block away. It was like the heroin baggie that would they'd, they'd made her swallow had burst, and now she here she is puking everything into a trash bin. It was brutal. So. Uh, that was a good one-off that's for me. I can't wait to get married after that night. I was like, okay, this is this is what. Ba- th- that's a good bachelor party. Because people say that the bachelor party is a good like send-off. Like, oh, you, we're gonna your last night is a single guy. You're gonna go out and do whatever you want. Well, last single guy. Single thing. guy things. You know what? No, what it does is it puts the fucking fear of God that's in right. you. That's right. You know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the other mentality is for kids getting married with the whole oh God, I'm happy. because if you still want that stuff, when yeah. you get married. Yeah, exactly. It's like sowing your wild oats a little one more night. Oh. I mean, I'm all for laser tag, all for video games, and having dinner with my friends. But that was yeah, but with all traumatic. Well, with a lot of our friends, it's like you see, okay, here's what their lives are like. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to get it married, so it was really good for uh, you. Meanwhile, what about the anti-Semitism out there that you know they had every South Park uh, stuffed animal? Yeah, my friends were so nice to whenever they like won in skee ball or any of these games of skill at David Buster's they gave me the tickets so I ended up with like a shitload of tickets and I cashed them in I was like oh I'm gonna get all the South Park characters and they had every single one except for Kyle which is the Jewish character and that's just messed up man Monrovia Arcadia major anti-Semitic I mean lots of every other one and not a single Kyle or you can argue that Kyle is so popular that he was off the shelves in Arcadia okay it's Arcadia no yeah um they may have just gotten him to, to hang it from a tree or, like, make it into, like, a warning. The, the, like the, the effigies. Jews stay out sort of thing. There was a metal detector at the St. Dave & Buster's, yes. which was a bit alarming. It's like, we're here to play video games. Oh, they're here to fight over female property. Like, they're here to, they're here to establish <laughs> gang territory. Um, all right, guys, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. We got a huge movie that came out. Probably the Something biggest, came out this week? Yeah, probably the biggest geek movie of the year came out this week. and. It's only because we live in the states. Internationally, it came out last a couple days ago. Last week. Last week it came out. Uh, we're obviously talking about Iron Man two, the sequel to the uh, Marvel Studios adaptation of the Marvel comic book about Iron Man, which was really a big surprise when Iron Man came out and did huge numbers because he is a B level. I mean, he's not Spider Man. He's not Captain America. He's not Hulk. He's not the X Men. 
He's a B plus. He's like a B plus. Yeah, level it's guy. not that he's B level. It's that he's not as well known. In popularity, known in popularity. Yeah, and the uh, general audiences, because there had never been any kind of. And the movie did huge. Well, there was cartoons. But. And from the movies, you're just like, oh, from the movie doing huge, you're like, okay, now we're just going to fast track Iron Man two, and not fast track in a Fox style. They, they gave it an adequate right. amount of time to be discussed later. <laughs> but uh, but now we have Iron Man two out in theaters, and this Robert Downey Jr. is back. We've got Gwyneth Paltrow back. Uh, Sam Jackson as Nick Fury is back. Um, John Favreau is back as director. And now you're introducing uh, a new. Terrence new, Howard is not back. Terrence Howard's not back, but I got to tell you, it kicked ass seeing. Um, uh, his name is escaping. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle's is, is. That's how Rony. memorable he was as Rhodey. No, he he was much better as Rhodey. I don't agree. I, I really enjoyed. I don't Don agree Cheadle. with that. A million times better. That I don't and the agree. fact that he spoke like a guy, not like somebody who was nuts being squeezed. You know, um, I, I thought he, he was missing uh, the swagger. I, I, I didn't do it. It would have been awesome. Yeah, Rhodey to me doesn't go. Hey, Cody. Whatever. You know, I I, th- I thought the interplay between uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Terrence Howard was much more believable, was much more organic in the first movie than anything that happened between him and Don Cheadle in this movie. Well, I mean, Rhodey so, so, has so, a you lot know, more. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. You right. can go back to okay. sucking Don Cheadle's dick. No, Don Cheadle's a man. Don Cheadle's a man. And I liked him a lot better. We weren't talking about Gilmore. No, Gilmore's fine. But let's talk about no, the. No, actually, Ian does have a good point. Rhodey was. Uh, he was written differently. I think he, what you're talking about is he was written differently. But, no, here's the thing. He had better chemistry with Robert Downey Jr., but Don Cheadle's a much better actor. Uh, and if you would have put no, all that, the lines. That wasn't the point. I was just talking about the character right. and what but I saw. But if you put all the lines that were in this movie in uh, Terrence Howard's mouth, it just would not have. Worked. I knew he was going to go somewhere about well, putting something in a guy's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> well, 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 let's talk, Ian. Uh, what did you. Th- uh, just uh, out of it. Uh, we know what Iron Man 2 is. If, if you don't, you're, you shouldn't be watching Geekscape and I'll tell you right now we're going to spoil the hell out of it we're, let, let's, well, let's that, that's what on, we do let's plan on spoiling the hell out of that's it that's what so we do if you, you haven't seen it if you haven't seen oh, Iron on, Man by, by the time this airs the weekend's up and it's yeah. America so who cares about box it. office after okay. the opening weekend anyway so what, Ian what did you think of Iron Man 2 straight up alright let's just say that you walk into this movie and the reviews have already not been that kind or you know a lot, I, a lot of the for the most part I avoided them yeah I mean I read the Hollywood Reporter review I'd like to beat the shit out of that guy right um I really enjoyed the movie. I have some issues with it. Mm-hmm. I do. Don't get me wrong. But overall, I felt like I, I revisited that universe. It, it felt like the other movie. You know, I mean, it was continuation. You know, it had the right kind of beats. I do. We're, we're going to spend some time here. I, I have some issues with the movie. I it's do. I, I know that you do. Iron Man to it. Yes. So go it, get a it, snack. No, it, it's a popcorn movie. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I came out feeling really good about, you know, I, it was like, you know, it was a good comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one of the a couple of the reviews commented that oh it was like watching Transformers with the CGI action that that's Absolutely. what I want to punch in the face that's ridiculous that's, I mean it's a comic book movie that oh my ridiculous. god Iron Man in armor is fighting you know someone else in armor or, or and they or had a fair drums. amount of non CGI the, in armor scenes the, 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 reason, the reason that is a ridiculous review is that the CGI and the action sequences in this movie were totally in service to an actual story. Yes, absolutely. You know, it is such I, a I, I know people that were upset movie. that there wasn't more of action in it. Yeah. I, I have friends that thought there should have been more Iron Man well, stuff in it, which I didn't have a problem well, let's with. Let's talk briefly real quick about why I think people may be saying that. Because one of the one of the things that I've heard is that the movie's trying to do too much and the movie is... Uh, uh, the movie has pacing problems towards like the second half of it, and really the movie does get caught with the 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 dual responsibility of having it, the first half of the movie is just the Iron Man that we know and love, right? Yeah. And then it starts to go in a direction where they're starting to complicate uh, Tony's world, which you want to see. You want to mm-hmm. see the development of the character, and 
how are they going to wrap up all these complications in a satisfying way? At the same time, how are they going to widen his world with all these uh, extra elements in order to service the on you know the the oncoming Avengers universe, the Marvel universe? And so Iron Man Two, as as much as I loved it, and can't wait to see it again tomorrow, it has the burden of having to widen the universe. In like you had you didn't feel this in in the Hulk that much. You didn't feel this in any other Marvel movie that we maybe. Having like Thor may do this a little bit, Captain America will definitely do this a bit, but Iron Man 2 is the first movie where the second half of the movie starts really widening it and still having to wrap up Iron Man 2, the movie that we were introduced in the first half, right. in a satisfying way. And in that way, I can see that pacing problems do kind of come up, and it does seem like the movie's starting to do too much, introducing too well, many characters. Well, I, I, see, I see your point. That being I mean, said, it's a square in a much larger quilt, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I loved it. And, and in case anyone can't tell, this I love is the a Stark, Stark Expo. Expo 74 t-shirt. And Laura and I had recently, uh, Laura and I, since the first Iron Man, got into uh, Mad Men. Yeah. And seeing like... John Slattery. Yeah, and seeing John Slattery play Tony Howard Stark, Laura just goes, oh, oh, here you go. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you know, someone commented to me, oh, God, they recast. It's like, well, yeah, that's what you do. You have a throwaway Who played him in the first movie? It was like, he was barely okay. in it. I mean, he was, he was barely like in it. He was in photos, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and I, honestly, when I heard John Slattery, I was worried, but it looked like him. Yeah. You know, it looked enough, close enough to the guy, you know, the stock, you know, actor mm -hmm. that they had in the first one that, uh, you know, it was great. And it was enough out of going, oh, hey, look who it is. There's John no Slattery, yeah. 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 Well, the comment I had heard is, you know, it, Coming off of Mad Men, it's like, oh, here it is again, kind of '60s era type of that's funny. thing. That's yeah, yeah. He, he's got so. that nailed down. Yeah. Um, the the movie. The, keep talking about some of the issues you um, have. So you know, there's a couple of things from the trailer that's missing from the movie. Uh, things that I was, you know, I would like to see. Like what? Well, they cut the whole thing out with Gwyneth Paltrow and him, you know, being kissing. the flirty thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, the ki kissing, where, where kissing, kissing the, the helmet, helmet and yeah. throwing it out. Which I think they did that because you know they looked at they wanted you to think he's going on a mission at the beginning and mm -hmm. then he drops down into the into expo. the expo thing you know. Um, so, does the so Stark I, Expo happen every two months? Like, I, didn't, I, yeah, I didn't feel the like movie it was starts an with an ongoing it. convention. Like the yeah, movie yeah, starts yeah. with it, but there's a six months later. Right. I, I didn't think the first one was the expo. I thought the first thing was just kind of a presentation. Let's celebrate the like, expo is coming. Yeah, okay. and, then, and then he announced the expo. Okay. Yeah, that, that yeah. was that was what I thought that was. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so it was just like, a, all right, you know, here I am, whatever, doing a appearance thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, a friend of mine had commented that he wished it had opened with like an action sequence. You know, and, and they could have, instead of seeing all the newspaper articles, we could have actually seen a montage of him doing stuff. Mm -hmm. That would have, that might have been much cooler, you know? Um, didn't the, I mean, didn't the movie start with the origin of the villain? Of Anko, yeah. yeah. And, you Vanko. know, the, the other criticism I've heard is that the movie's essentially Rocky Three. Is you know? Rocky Three? Yes. That's funny. Yes. It, it, it's a very right. funny comment. Um, it, 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 it's a good point in many ways. And um, I was reminded of another uh, third movie of when it starts to go a little Superman 3. Yeah. With with uh, the, the demon in the bottle darker parts that start, that Tony starts falling into in the middle of the movie. Yes. I was like, oh. Oh, oh let, let's, let's yeah. discuss that. So, you know, Tell ma us many, well, many of us have been hoping for the demon in the bottle storyline in these movies. Right, where Tony, Tony becomes Stark, an alcoholic. Yeah, and go, go off the deep end. And we get a scene because Tony is basically, you know, the... Um, the, the Iron Man armor, the, the, whatever's keeping his heart alive yeah. is starting to kill him. It's starting to yes. create toxicity in his blood. and it'll Platinum is the right. element that they have in it. And so, right. yeah, it's creating this toxicity. It's killing him, and he's getting really down about it. So he gets trashed in the arm and has a party. That and the fact you that know? he's discovered after defending the fact that he's keeping the Iron Man ar uh, armor and technology privatized from the U.S. government... 
the government is saying, you know what, this technology is going to get out there. The U.S. government needs it in order to protect the U.S. Tony Stark says, no, I've got this. He, it's a right. great scene where he embarrasses the senators. Yeah, he demonstrates that everyone else working on it is doing a horrible job. Yeah, and, I mean, um, Justin Hammer's armor, when it cripples the guy, that's and now he's shown up. Oh, now he's shown up by Venko, who has actually developed his own Iron Man armor. Right. Well, essentially, or his own powered by it. Yeah, right, and, um, power source. You know, that's the whole scene in Monaco. And yeah, now he's totally depressed. He, he's dying and his company's in ruins. Right. So he gets drunk and he's in the armor and he's in this party and he's being a tool and he's blasting things. It's very reckless and mm-hmm. someone can get killed easily. Well, somebody did get killed. DJM. No, he died later. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, oh. No, because we saw oh, him yeah. still alive. Oh, that wasn't a tie-in. <laughs> no. That no. was, okay. That no, wasn't tie-in. Let me rewrite. Okay. Yeah, you should make a note of that. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, and and no, it wasn't too soon. Okay. So anyway, um, too late. So anyway, um, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm cracking. And he's in the scene. He's, I mean, yeah. I mean, DJ Abrams <laughs> completely in the scene. He's in the he scene. refers to him, and, and he says Goldstein, yeah. and like you're like, holy shit, yeah. like that's tough. And they yeah. did dedicate the movie to him. They did, but you know, mm. yeah, it might have been interesting if he'd gotten. Know, collateral damage that, that right. would have been good I think they missed an opportunity they missed an opportunity to yeah. explain it so, like, oh um, he didn't OD like every other cliche so Rhodey shows up he's all pissed off because he's saying he's guaranteeing he's going to take care right. of things right. Rhodey shows up says you're goes acting like in, a tool I'm yeah. taking the armor yeah. to so the goes military in, gets into an armor you know and they they have the what in a comic book would be the, the prerequisite you know fight scene yeah we want to see and, Iron Man versus War Machine let's yeah, fucking and, do it and, you know, and it's fucking great yeah it's cool it's totally cool the and, best you know, is when they're throwing like swinging weights at each other yeah but here's the thing there's this moment as you're watching him drunk and being a tool, and it gets really uncomfortable. And really it, uncomfortable. it goes on a little bit longer than it should have, but I think it was genius that yeah. it did. Because it's you just feel it's uncomfortable. He's out of control. He needs to be stopped. And he's in the armor. Yeah, and guess what? That right there, I don't need a whole movie about that. Right. That was enough. It was perfect. Rhodey fought him, knocked him on his ass. Totally It was agree. great. Yeah. You know, it, they, they covered it. And Rhodey Good takes enough. the armor to the U.S. government. Yeah, yeah, which is from this. Now that is the point where the next scene you see Tony Stark and he's sitting in the donut, and Nick Fury yeah. intervenes, and that's where I feel like the movie starts to broaden and starts really pushing its breaches. And, its breaches it starts it, really it, bursting. A it little does bit. a bit, yeah. you know. And let's talk about some of that. And I, we're, we're bouncing around a little but bit, we got but I think it, that's yeah. the nature of it. You know, um, there's a comment when Nick Fury kind of calls him out on the whole, "Oh, your friend just took your armor." And, and Natasha says, "You did this analysis. He's the greatest security in the world." And he just walked in. Mm-hmm. And I felt they were setting up this. They were at least implying that, as part of Tony's whole, "I'm dying. I'm setting things up." I felt he had arranged for it to be okay for Rory to walk and take the armor. I almost thought he pushed him to do it, mm-hmm. you know. But then I think they go off in a different direction. It's the Mark II. The fact that Hammer does the you know modification to it, it kind of bothered me, mm-hmm. you know, because they ended up being not really up to snuff. I would have been happier if Tony had done that for Rody. Right. You know, you know it was kind of implied. I mean, totally understand. Because I mean, Rhodey's I mean, holding his yeah, own in the battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rhodey has the battery, so I, I'm allowing for that. My feeling is Rhodey went down to that lab. Tony has an extra battery around, so he plugged it into the suit, and he did that. Even though we don't see it, right. it's not like the battery would be sitting in the armor. Well, it's it, the the battery in Tony is in his chest. Exactly. A battery so, so, on a suit is just on the suit. But right. Tony wouldn't have a battery sitting right. in the suit, so Rhodey had to go down in that lab, and we don't see that. You didn't think of that. Well, yeah. I, yeah. But why? Why wouldn't well, Tony have a, a, a battery on the I, suit? I, I, why would he have a battery on the suit? That, that Geekscapers, we leave that to you. Why would Tony have a battery <laughs> right. in the suit? He's the only one that uses the suit. Mm-hmm. He has the battery in his chest. You. 
I just I assumed I'm allowing for that Rody went into the lab and there's extra batteries there because right. how could Tony not have extra out, batteries? I mean, next time, yeah. baby. Yeah, but I'm saying that you know I think there'd be backup batteries. I mean, at this point, Tony would have the backup batteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's running through them like crazy, anyways. Right? Yeah, well, no, he's, oh, he's, he's running, running through the, the power source. Yeah, 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 dude, that's Farscape. It's right. Scorpius. You know, dude, you've been watching your Farscape. Oh, man. Uh, what, man. Leah? Douche. Leah, make, make sure uh, Gilmore here has been watching his Farscape, right? Pre- uh, prescribing uh, three episodes of Farscape nightly. You should watch it too. Yeah, <laughs> you should watch it too. All right. Ask All right. Laura. Uh, ask Laura, who cries during Farscape, loves it so much. So anyway. <clears throat> um, Here's a prescription. Black Widow. Okay, the the she's introduced in a great way. Yes. And uh, and it, you know the humor in this movie is still the humor of the great. first movie. She looks great. Um, she's so hot. When she ultimately gets in this the Black Widow costume, you start to f- be met with the problem of a film adaptation. It's it, it's a little silly when she walks into the donut shop, says a couple words. And then walks her off camera, and you're like, oh, bye, person right. in a comic book suit. Well, 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 it seems like she's just walking right. from a convention. No, I, I agree with you. There was no reason for her to be in the outfit in that scene. Right. It didn't make any sense for her to be in that outfit of that scene. And then go back to still being, you know, the assistant and all that. Right. You know? Um, other than to say, yes, I'm an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and this is my outfit, and now i got to go back. In case she didn't believe me if I was wearing regular clothes. Right. You when know? you see her later on in she the suit kicking good in some ass. Suit. Yeah, sure. Looked great. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson, what are you going to do? You'd have to cover her, well... You know what? Whatever I was gonna say, you can cover it. She's still it's not gonna work. Yeah. But later in the movie, when she's dressed, you know, when the shit's hitting the fan, and they got to turn off these 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 drones, or at least try and get War Machine back online after Venko's hacked it. Right. Um, she's breaking into Hammer Securities, trying to find the computer to fucking put Rhodey back online. She the suit looks great. You know what I mean? And, and John Favreau, to his credit, is doing the best job he can of making a 90-pound girl look like she can just take out these guys. Which is exactly what the Black Widow should be. And it worked well. You know what I mean? She I should was be like, this little girl eating the shit out of It's pushing silly just because we know physics on a real world, which never applies in a comic. But you know what? It's doing the best job. It's keeping yeah. it fast. And you've even got a little the, button. The, the moves joke, were right? very Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know, the swinging the whole body around the head kind of stuff. That could have used without, cool. the, without the shots of the poses. No, I couldn't. She, she, she definitely. No, no, the poses were important. Ian's like primed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the poses were important. Which is funny because midway through that fight, Laura turned and goes, "The geeks are definitely like jerking off like yeah, right now." Yeah, yeah, and I agree. It's and that, that's now what we it have. Be. Uh, you know, you know, the poses, the poses, the poses were, were silly as hell, but it that's doesn't matter. Got you the, the, to smack the, a couple times. They're iconic, yeah. and and she looked good doing them. Yeah. And I, you know, say what you will. I mean, they belong there. I got you. No, they do. You know, they do. My big problem again. Well, I'm here. So, so I'm right another, here. excuse me. N- another scene cut from the trailer. You see in the trailer him really kind of on top of her, like using right. using the repulsor, and she's mm-hmm. in that like you know kind of mm-hmm. leopard print thing. And you know I'm sitting there, and again here's a big spoiler. Tony never fucks her. Yeah, that's I mean, not right. There's that, that scene. Was Bibiani, that, I think that's Bibiani not right. felt the same way about you. The poses were fine. Her breasts were great. It's just like, just fuck her. We all want you to. It's yeah. not about just fuck her. It's that she's the Black Widow. This is how she gets how, as far as she does. Not by looking good. She fucks him. But and it's Tony like, Stark. How much respect would you have lost for the character? Who's None. Obviously, come on. He's Tony obviously, Stark. No, yeah, he's obviously involved with Pepper. That would have pushed it over the edge. Really? Oh, yes, you, you mean like yes. Tony Stark did while he did Maria Hill and was still doing Pepper? That's in the comic book. Right. So I don't lose respect for the character. That's the character. No, you've got to have Robert. It's Robert Downey Jr. now. And, and, and you've already seen the Who dark. Who is Tony no, Stark? You've already he's seen the perfect. Yeah, I think that would have definitely made you go, you know what? I'm thinking uh, less of the romantic no, interest no, in the movie. No, and I agree with Pepper. you. I yeah. think that's why they did it. And I understand why they did it. I stand way. by you, John. I stand by you. No, I, I understand why. Couples you did that retreat. Way, I didn't like it, but I stand by you. 
Yeah, no, I, I get you, and, and and it's hinted towards that before the the, it, the, the I would do anything no. you want, you know. Right. If the, I was the, dying, the, I'd do anything I want. The point is, and I know some people that have a problem with this, that by the end of the movie, they want it to be that he's that into her, and he wants to be with her. Right. You know, and and I see what you're saying that it would have undermined that if he had slept with her, mm-hmm. cinematically, even though I think. And if he would have done it, he would have done it in that junction when he was like the drunk guy, and it, I think it would have pushed him too far into the dark. You would have been like, okay, unredeemable man. I, I I don't think it would have been unredeemable because you know she knows what she's getting into. Or and, you have no, you know, because, because, because compromised. But, but, but I but I think the attitude about about Pepper is that it's it's like with the reporter. He doesn't even remember her name. They don't mean anything to him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that Tony Stark sleeps around. But part of Tony Stark is he sleeps around. Maybe, we can debate this, you know, and you know, and, and the Geekscapers. You know, we, 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 we still have an Avengers movie that he can definitely plunk her a couple times in that. Well, it's it no. just we you know, get more. No, excuse or, me, or excuse Madame Mask. No, no, I'm you know. saying that, and he's so he's so betrayed. It just would have worked better. It would right. have meant more if he had slept with her. It's not a big deal, right? You know, it just should have happened. I understand what you're saying. I get the reason why. And, and this is still I, what I a PG-13 movie. He slept with the reporter uh, in, yeah. in the first one. But that was before he had kissed Pepper Potts. Yeah. So it's like, you know... I he mean, hadn't kissed... You, you, you hear kissed, what I'm saying. He though. didn't kiss it at the end of the movie. He didn't... Yeah. But but you could obviously, you'd tell there were feelings when they were sitting there in, 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 the, uh, in the the meeting on the balcony, right? Yes. So, like... There were feelings like, before. But the, but they're not legit feelings. I mean, if he sleeps... If he goes on and sleeps with other girls afterwards, it's like, it starts to... Yeah, it starts to make that scene be like, oh, you're you're disingenuous, Mr. Stark, and we need you to be... Completely 100%, like somebody we trust, because you're the hero in this film. You know what I mean? I do. Does that make sense? So, so I, th- I, I think so, we're still arguing about the same thing. I, so, but, but your argument is that the moment he decides he has to be a better person, he can no longer get any strange. Yeah, the hero becomes disingenuous, and we have to. He's, we need him to have a backbone. Right, we right. need to have. A, we need uh, him to have a backbone for the rest of the movie. I, I understand what you're saying. I, I think it's prude, but I but I think America totally can be prude. a little prude. It's totally prude. You know? So yeah, I right, agree that it's prude. No, it was a good okay. decision. I, it was a good decision. That's how it should have been. But I personally would We, we didn't fine. ask you. <laughs> Gilmore, so. it's episode 164, and you have yet to realize we don't ask you for shit. Just, just stand there and wave, monkey. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So. We love you, buddy. Um, so let's keep talking. So, um, S.H.I.E.L.D. Jesus. S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, a friend of mine's comment, he feels that S.H.I.E.L.D. just seems too humdrum. They're not big enough. Right. My feeling is, I think they're rolling this out slowly. I think we're going to see the yeah. entirety of Shield. They're kind of doing the G Men thing right now. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was like, oh, we're they're not going to have a helicarrier. Exactly, full of exactly. Palace, I don't right. think we need that yet. You know, right. um, so that didn't bother me. You but, do but, but start that to scene, see some of the resources in the post credit right. scene, right? Well, 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 actually, before that, when they're in the meeting, did, did you capture all the Easter eggs? Did you see like when the things about the, the map? Let's let's bring it out. You help help the uninitiated, and okay. I did not catch all that. So there's a scene, and what's the meeting when they're on the when they're on the the like like the outside area, the pa- the porch area of Tony Mansion. No, I'm talking okay. about when they were talking afterwards, when he does the whole breakdown of Tony's personality, and you see there's maps and stuff, mm-hmm. and, uh, and there's breakdown. So there's a on the map they identified its places, you know, on the Earth and potential Avengers. And some of the spots, so you can see. I'm looking for this tomorrow when I see the movie again. Yes, yes. So you see New Mexico, right? Um, You see New York, New Jersey, which is probably the Hulk battle. Uh, Mm -hmm. By the way, more on that. um, The same newscast is playing in the background as in the Hulk movie. That's fucking awesome. You, Ian, are on a different level. Well, well, I I, I have had some help. As other people have commented this, I don't want to take. You and your friends are on another level. But uh, it's it's out there already. 
But um, so so that's going on. Um, there's the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Namor. Oh, but they don't own that shit. Namor. It's part of the it's part of the Fantastic Four property at Fox. Is it definitely? So maybe it's not Namor, okay. but it's definitely Circle. Okay. Um, it would be nice because you know yeah. what. I don't see any movement on that Fantastic Four property, and they got to get it up yeah. in the next and, year or so. And, and there's a point in Africa that's circled. Oh yeah, let's get the Wakanda so, so, in so, there. Yeah, so that's so, awesome. so so now let's. And back Joss up. Whedon's directing, and he's got the, that actor that he used in uh, Serenity. What's the name of that actor that, that played the assassin? Oh, it's uh, Chia with the Village of Four. There we go. We got ourselves the Black Panther. Um, it ain't gonna be Wesley Snipes. So speaking of the Black Panther, now let's talk a little bit more about the movie, and they made up this element. Okay. Right. And so, not only that, but but Tony Stark made the element well, over the course of three hours well, well, from scraps that he had well, hanging around well, his house. Well, let's talk about that. A little, a little okay. silly, but you forgive it. So, so so the movie sets up that Howard Stark, you know, that basically Tony needs a new power source because... This the, one's poisoning him. Yes, right? yes, it's killing him. And Nick Fury basically does this whole thing about how, you know, oh, he must have known his father better than he did, which I would have liked a shot of Nick Fury looking exactly the same mm-hmm. with Howard. <laughs> because the, the implication is there that Nick right. Fury in the comics takes the, well, yeah. he takes the Infinity Formula, uh-huh. you know, and so he's been around since World War II. Um, at, at the very least, it's he knew Howard that well, and that was, you know, Howard's been dead 30 years. Right. So the implication's already there, that they form S.H.I.E.L.D. together. Yeah, they say that. So, but anyway, um, Howard basically says to Tony that, you know, there's stuff that, you know, I figured out how to do, but I didn't have the technology yet. And Tony figures out, based on, you know, um, a planet Howard did, he realizes it's basically, you know, a model for an atom. And it's basically telling him the atomic formula that he has to create. Now, here's the thing. My feeling where I'm hoping they're going with this is, it's vibranium. Right. Okay? And It's for the shield. Well, not... All that. Well, here's the well, thing. You, and there's also a throwaway talking, thing that a lot of people uh, think, you know, I mean, I, some people have issues. We see Captain America's shield, but there's some mechanical stuff in there. You know what? Which was, is it, it, is it really ga- it? But when you see the shield, I gasped. Yes. Is it but the is shield it? or is it trying to recreate the shield? That's the question. Because we're thinking that the shield is frozen exactly. with Cap, right? Exactly. But the cult, the, but dude, Laura goes, <gasps> when you see the shield. Especially I mean, when he goes, oh, see, I needed that. You, you see, this Especially is the problem he says, says that's exactly what I need, and then, and then he props it up. <laughs> and then he makes it some yeah, fucking Yeah, which made it really funny. Here, here's the, the difference between you and me. You see Black Widow doing all these moves and, and silly poses that you'd never do in a million years. And you're like, oh, that's so fucking awesome. You think awesome. I didn't react to the shield the I same see way? the shield and I go, oh. What, you think I didn't okay, react to the shield? Are you crazy? Okay, okay. We didn't even get into the hammer. Yeah. The okay, but hammer. wait, wait, wait. I want to keep talking about vibranium for a second. And, and you know what? As much hope, as they use ACDC in the Iron Man movies, I'm hoping they use MC Hammer in the Thor movies. Yeah, no. So. Okay. Just a thought, Marvel. My hope. You can't touch this. Like, the, they're trying to lift the shield. Right. The hammer doesn't work. You can't touch this. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, all of a sudden, blonde dude comes and takes it. I got it. So, so my hope that is, is is that it wasn't that just that that Howard Stark could come up with this in theory. That look in the Marvel universe, vibranium is an element that exists, and it's only in Wakanda and right. Savage Land too. It's Savage Land vibranium is different than Wakanda vibranium, but we know that. Yeah, yeah. you know, obviously. But, yeah, obviously. So anyway, you um, heard everybody. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um, you can't make it. Is what you're arguing? Well, no. What I'm arguing is that. I'll allow that that he made it in this, and it's difficult. It was a difficult thing to make. Um, yeah, his rippling arms. That that, but the reason why Howard knows about it is because it had already existed, but it was hard to get. And the shield is made partly from it. That'd be awesome. Okay, so that's why he knows about it already. But then he's telling Tony, Tony's not going to Wakanda, mm-hmm. getting it. Right. You know, so he had to make it. 
Um, um, let's talk. Let, let's talk about the shield. So anyway, right? my, my point wait, being oh, wait, that wouldn't that point? be a great way in Avengers and bring Black Panther in and oh, great. Just it. So yeah. so for me, that's a, a subtle Easter egg. Um, I think they, I mean that's why they have to be going with it. Speaking of that, you know, and some people have had issues with this. In an effort to keep it real world, they don't name things the way they do in comic books. Right. Like you know, no, well. Right. Yes, uh, right. great Avatar reference. No. My point is, so, so there's no statement that it's vibranium. No one ever calls her Black Widow. Right. Personally, I'd like to hear that she's codenamed Black Widow, in and w- that would have made more sense if she slept with him. And War Machine gets like a throwaway. Like, and War Machine is not set to him right. when he's in the armor. Right. It's set to him earlier. Right. Exactly. So, but you know, I don't have a huge problem with that. Um, from the get-go, we knew that Whiplash was going to be... It's basically a Whiplash Crimson Dynamo mm-hmm. you know, Combo amalgam. Thing, yeah. um, which, by the way, by the end of the movie, I was actually... As much as it might be similar to the first movie to have a guy in armor again, I like the idea that he's in armor because cause he's so much more Crimson Dynamo than... I mean, the Whiplash thing is just because he has whips. It's the only thing about that character that's anything like a character called Whiplash. Right. I don't even want him to be called Whiplash. You know, to me, it's just, you know, he's Crimson Dynamo. And when I saw him in the armor, my first thought is, why isn't it red? And then I said to myself, you know what? It wouldn't make sense that he would have painted it. Right. Because that's not the thing about Russia anymore. Yeah. You know, but other than that, he's the Crimson Dynamo. Mm-hmm. That's what he is. The, you know, the, I don't even want to call scene, him. The last much. sequence was awesome. Awesome. Flying around yeah. the drones chasing so, that shit was awesome. One issue. Little kid? Well, no, little kid was funny. It was cute. Um, I had, I, it's a small issue, and I understand the logistics and filmmaking. They had both, they had... Tony and Rhodey open up their helmets to have a conversation because you want to see the actors emoting and talking because in battle they should never have done that. And then they have Ivan Vanko open up his helmet. Right. And they blast and his helmet's open. And he shouldn't even have a face. <laughs> okay? Right. Yeah. They do it so Mickey Rourke can... Be Mickey I guess Rourke. we're going to call it acting. Right. You know, chewing scenery like that. Well, he he's did. really just Mickey yeah. Rourke. Yeah. With an actor. Um, uh, you know, when Justin Hammer takes him and he's still in the handcuffs, you know, where the fuck did he get the stupid toothpick from? You know the affectation he shit it out. I mean, right. seriously, like Hammer's, a couple. There were little things. Sam Rockwell was so great. In this Movie. He was great, yeah. but you know, then he does his dance thing. I was like, what am I watching? Charlie's Angels again? No, it's Sam Rockwell. It's Sam Rockwell. Dance. No, no, so I know well. it's fine. It's fun. It's it's his signature thing when he's doing douchey, and it worked. Yeah, like in the Green Mile it, when he did that. <laughs> but again, you know that <laughs> or Snow Angels. <laughs> so anyway. um they throughout the movie talk about this project that's really important in New Mexico. Um, I had some people comment to me, why are they still doing this, you know, after the credits? And my argument was, you know what? For those that don't know, for anyone anyone like, watching this, this, this is why yes, I have a boner yes, right for now. For anybody watching this right now that saw the movie didn't stay after the credits. How did you not know that by now? You know, seriously? How did you not know to do this? But anyway, after the credits, New Mexico pulls up uh, Land of Enchantment. You know what it's going to be. You know, yeah. I, I don't think everyone knew. Oh, I fucking totally knew. Yeah? You see Land of Enchantment. Yeah, it's y- like... you should have known. But anyway, big crater in the middle of New Mexico goes... Big crater. Not like a big fucking crater. Yeah. This, this hammer doesn't fuck around. Yeah. And there it is. There's mm-hmm. the hammer. There's the hammer. And you, you know, got the shield and it's, I found it. Uh, and then it starts cutting to... Dun, 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 dun. Can't touch no. this. Dun, it does not do oh, that. Okay. That's what I would have done. I don't know. Yes. Mistake. 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 But the the hammer looked badass. It looked badass. Hammer looked badass. But anyway, my point is that that's a part of another movie. Right. If you had that scene before the credits, 
people that don't get you know the Thor reference would go, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. What was that in the movie? Yeah, that's so why it has to be after credits. Yeah, and I, I think that movie. worked well. Totally down with it. Yeah. Totally down. And it may not even be part of that movie. We may be sitting at Thor a year from now, and it starts in some fucking. You know, yeah. Lord of the Rings Vista. Well, well you know listen, what I, mean? I, I don't know if, if and that, that's if, the scene I, that ties it to Earth, right? Yeah, I don't know if that scene, if the hammer being there, that might be after the Thor movie. Exactly, exactly. You know, he kind of has to use the hammer during the Thor movie at some right. point. Right. Well, listen, here's the thing. So obviously, that scene is a nod to the way they brought Thor back, the way J. Michael Straczynski brought him back, right. and everyone was going trying to pick up the hammer, and Donald Blake comes along totally. and grabs it, and it's gone. You know, which is a post-Thor world. It's a world that already knows about Thor and everything about him. Or at least so, S.H.I.E.L.D. knows about Thor. Well, but I'm right. saying that here, S.H.I.E.L.D. clearly knows about Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, is, the question is, did they just track something falling to Earth? Is this the beginning of the modern day Thor? Or is this after the be- events of the Thor movie and this and that's the lead into the Avengers? We've got to wait a year you know, Similarly, out. this movie, for those of you that don't know, is taking place actually, for the most part, before the Hulk, and then as I mentioned, they get they get to a scene where it's concurrent with the Hulk, mm-hmm. where it's happening at the same time as the events on the campus are happening, so that Tony Stark is elevated to an, an Avengers consultant, and then we see that scene in the Hulk where he's clearly a consultant. Now I had some people concerned when they heard um, there's a, a conversation how Iron Man and the Avengers, yes, Tony Stark, no, because of his personality issues, and. I had some people go, are they trying to, you know, cut him out of it because of money? And I said, no, I didn't take it that way at all. He's going to be in the damn movie. Yeah, he's definitely in the damn movie. And and, and that's the arc. That's the character arc. That's Tony getting more responsible. That's Tony who didn't play well with others up until this point. You know, super secret organization S.H.I.E.L.D. is not coming out and going, yeah, please join us, even though you don't get along and you only do whatever the hell you want to do. So I I think that's part of his arc. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm down, guys. Ian, I think we can all say that we're down. Yeah, but but I walk out of Iron Man 2, very happy. You and know, I'm going to walk back into Iron Man 2. I'm when going are you going to watch it? I, I want to go again. Let's uh, go tomorrow with my brother. I might do that. You might do that. Where, where, when, what? Yeah, let's, just, let's figure it out. Let we'll me figure it out. I am so fucking excited to see yeah. this movie again. Yeah. And you know what? With, with your uh, de- attention to detail and your, your resources with your friends, I definitely am going to be looking out for some of those Easter eggs and trying to find more. Like, uh, it's, it, it, I loved it. I love it more now after our yeah. conversation. Hope you guys do too. Let's talk about. Um, we, I mean, we almost we hit we hinted at this, guys. Matthew Vaughn, who we talked about last time Ian was on the show for Kick Ass, has. I, we were felt, all hopeful that like, he was going to do X three. Felt like reluctance. Should, but right? should we talk? To, we, we, we you know he we was were all hopeful he was going to do X three. He done layer cake at the time. He cast He's Kelsey Grammer in X three, which I thought was a great awesome. move. And we know what happened with that movie. Uh, now, well, well, let's back up and let's say what happened with that movie because I think it's really critical. What happened with that movie okay. is. 20th Century Fox picked a date and then decided to make the movie. So one of the big problems with X3 is two of the major actors that have major storylines in X-Men and X2 weren't available. Right, Patrick Stewart and... No, no, not oh, Patrick Stewart, James, James Marsden and, and Anna Paquin. And Anna Paquin, got it. So they were basically relegated to cameos in the movie because that's all they had time to do and they made the movie anyway because right. they made it to make the date. And those characters suffered. Anna Paquin said, I'll give up my mutant heroic abilities to get banged, and James Marsden's character got killed off. Ridiculous. Still bullshit. And then it, be- it became the Jean Grey and Wolverine story. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Which is just stupid. Yeah, yeah. Heartbreaking for me. I, to this day, I haven't seen it again. I won't see it again. Yeah. It's... yeah. I will see... Although Ellen Page is Kitty Pride, But anyway. Okay. Um, now we've got a similar situation starting up where... In order to exercise the option on the X-Men franchise, Fox is looking at it and saying, you know what, this is going to expire on us if we don't put another X-Men movie out. 
let's set a date. They can't get Marvel's date of early May because Thor's already got that. Too late, and you run up against the July date for Captain America on the 22nd. Let's well, wait throw a minute. Wait, 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 June 6th. Excuse me. Ba back June up a second. 6th. I thought it was the 3rd, but regardless or of June that. June 3rd. The, the, they're coming out with X-Men this first class. Yeah, yeah. Forget, I mean, you just discussed next summer as if that was a given. The big problem is next summer. But, well, good. How the fuck are you making this movie 13 months from now? To right. be released. And, and, and I'm, the, the reason I bring up Thor and Captain America is because Thor has almost completely been shot. No, the, Captain America the, the, starts but, shooting next but month. But the point, and you Those said this. Those movies are going next no, summer. But you said this to me. The point is, class. this should have been the same time as the Avengers, not right. that summer. Right. It should. I mean, how are they making this movie for next year? And again, it's not like you have to write a script that focuses only on Thor or a script that focuses only on Captain America and some of the invaders. You're making a script that is a well, huge... Well, supposedly... You, you have that, to cast a wider no, 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 cast no, of characters. The issue is that they, they've said that they already have a script... And the statement they made is the script they have, they feel they can get that script done that quickly. Which, personally, me can't say much for that script. They haven't even cast the fucking movie It's going to be like Tape, that, mo that movie that Richard Linklater did in one room with Uma Thurman. and uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, It's, it's like X-Men First Class. I'm thinking about starting a school. They then spend the next hour and a half talking about starting the school, and that's X-Men First Class. I mean, Option, completely exercised. Fox, you're good to go. Unbelievable. That would be my advice. Crap. Make the movie I mean, one room. Yes. Make it appear. How, how could piece. it possibly not be crap? And don't get me wrong, I'm hopeful. What if the I'm whole movie go see it. It was Magneto and Charles Xavier in a in like a like a black box theater doing mental battles? My fear with this movie is that they're gonna be like so you know, many fears. Is that? But by the way, it doesn't take place early enough for them to cast anyone other than Patrick Stewart. And I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It sounds like, like it's gonna be a reboot. Yeah, I, I, I've heard that it is. That you they're know, just going over. And... That being said, it doesn't negate Wolverine, X-Men Origins. Well, if it's a reboot. Because Cyclops was in right. the movie. No, it, it works. It's taking place right after X-Men Origins. <sighs> okay. But so, then you have to have Patrick Stewart. Right. You, you know, you have to, I mean. Well, no, you have to have Milky Face, uh, CGI Patrick Stewart. Yes. You have to have Plato Stewart. That alone is going to make the movie take too long for it to come out in June. No, this is this is this is what I fear is happening. I, I fear that we're going to have a movie that starts lensing as early as late August, September, October, and then a majority of the year is spent with these effects. Well, that's that's just what has to happen. Through, I mean, that's what has to happen. Yeah. and it's like so they have the to cast it next week. But the actual development, the actual story of the movie suffers well, because you're pushing this thing so, in front of us. Well, that's just it. We've Supposedly already they script. already have right. the script. They, 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 but, they, but they, they, they have a shooting script. But they have a script that's been overseen maybe at best by Brian Singer, who's a producer on the movie. But Matthew Vaughn just signed on. And you know what? Like He and Millar made this script for Kick-Ass. For the most part, the script was great. You know, until it falls you know apart at the end. I know. We, we talked about it. Go back and see four episodes ago. But um, I know such pack. a oh, stupid fucking jetpack. Um, they could throw jetpacks in this movie. Yeah. Uh, what if Angel doesn't have wings? What if his mutant jet ability pack. is he's got a psychic link with a jetpack? Yeah. And um, which, by the way, if Angel's in <laughs> it, then it's definitely a reboot because right. it doesn't even work. Right. But anyway. So. What else can you say about this other than it looks like it's other than gonna be a, all we can say about this is we can hope, we can pray, but. We have to. We're worried. Right. Yeah. We we have well, to expect to yeah. be crap. This is our religion, thank you, Gilmore. Thank you, this Tony. is our religion, Gilmore. Yeah. So yes, we we can pray. Yes. Thank Let, you. Let's take this moment. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit more about Captain America. Toby Jones, uh, who is a really respected British actor. He, we've seen him do Capote. We've seen him. He's playing Arnim Zola supposedly in Captain America. He's in Final Negotiations. 
Uh, how it's much great. of Arnim Zola, the man, do we see before we see Arnim Scola, the face. Zola, the face on a yes. screen? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it would be badass. Our, this is what I think: is Arnim Zola, his whole science is about uh, cloning troops and, and creating an army. Is that the rival? To shield, are we going to see a Nazi Germany that has uh, a Red Skull led? I think so. Thing where it's like, yeah. let's create yeah. something that Shield well, is creating this. Well, uh, the U.S. government is creating this army of super soldiers. We need to create our own army. You see Toby Jones' arms well, in front of it. And, and having arms only, you have to wonder if they're going to set up the hate monger. Mm-hmm. You know who is actually Adolf Hitler cloned. You know right. by Armzola. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about that. That's great. That, you know, this great casting. So. Yeah. You know, um, I guess they, they've over. Now they're announcing Hugo Weaving this week, mm-hmm. as though that's news. We already knew. Oh, we're rocking. Um, there's also a Batman porn parody that was. Uh, there's a trailer for it. Our uh, good buddy, uh, the director, is coming in about two weeks. Axel Braun, he'll be on this couch talking that. Uh, another trailer, Machete, the Robert Rodriguez movie Machete that you saw the parody trailer of during Grindhouse is actually getting a full length movie. Cast. Great cast. Great the trailer cast. looks hilarious. Yes. And video games fan, Uncharted, the video game that's kind of like Tomb Raider for with a dude, uh, David O. Russell, who I think his last movie was um, I Heart Huckabees. I Heart Huckabees, yeah. but Three Kings it is, is three great. Kings. Three yeah. Kings is great. Yeah. Is supposedly doing the Uncharted. Yeah, you know, talk, talk, talking of trailers, you know, we should talk about what trailers were on Iron Man Two. What were the ones that jumped out to you? Inception. Inception looks mind. Oh, we know what it's about a little crazy. more now. Yeah, yeah it looks great. Looks Super great. Eight. Uh huh. Super Eight, we don't know much about, but. You know what? If this is J.J. Abrams, Spielberg, like we're all going, love, we're going to see it. Yeah. We're all going. I just wasn't looking forward to the teaser because I knew all we're going to get is, hey, guess what? A new J.J. Abrams movie is coming. Yeah. Out. Well, yeah, basically, but it was, don't, don't it, cry about that. I mean, yeah. this isn't Cloverfield. This is J.J. Abrams, who's yeah, he's directing who's, it. Who's two for two, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, let's skip. Let's do video games real quick just to get it out of here, so because we have very little time, we need him to talk some about comics just to see the excitement. Um, Nintendo says you get excited. Yeah, I love it. Nintendo says that the 3DS, which is coming out, I think in the fall. This is their. Go, are you blocking the screen? There's a giant shadow across the lens. Nope. Okay. Uh, the, I can't imagine that you're making the screen any brighter. Uh, the 3DS uh, is the new DS. It has 3D capabilities. People have been worried about it. Do I wear glasses? I guess you don't wear glasses. Suppose you can. Unless turn, you already wear glasses. Yeah, I guess you can turn the 3D functionality off. Is what uh, Iwata Nintendo has said. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, the next game I'm really looking forward to, which is like basically GTA in the wild, wild west, uh, is getting free DLC in June, which is awesome because it's co-op missions. You can get, make like a posse with your friends and go out and shoot some people. Uh, God of War, Ghost of Sparta. It's a new God of War game for the PSP. So find your PSP wherever you left it two years ago after you finished the last God of War game for the PSP. and You got another one coming out. Um, comic books. Let's talk comics. Um, we read some phenomenal comics. We, t- we read uh, Brightest really, Day really One. Comics Brightest Day One is great. Yeah. What the fuck is going on with Aquaman? He's still got powers over sea life, yeah, but it's only dead, dead sea, sea life. life. I mean, Aquaman's holy going shit. Some dark shit. Yeah, giant squid comes out because so killing everyone. Dead sharks. And, and, and out. I spent time looking at that giant, amazing panel of the giant squid. Killing like the pirate boat, and, and I was great. like, I was like, there are chunks missing from that giant squid, yeah. and they hadn't addressed the fact that it well, was the dead. Thing, yet. It comes out. I'm like, what is going on with that squid? And it's like, <laughs> oh shit, it's dead. It's a zombie squid. Yeah. And then you get this fucking 
this this pirate's turning a harpoon on uh, on Mira and Aquaman, and all of a sudden this giant shark swims out with like a skeletal right yeah fin. half a shark it's like oh geez this yeah. is in, in Ar- it's in, dark in, in Adam, it, it, Arthur's just like what yeah. is yeah. happening don't, don't let the term brightest day fool you it's dark right and like the Thor hammer we do have that scene where there it, it starts out with Green Lantern uh, Sinestro uh, Star in, Sapphire in Star Sapphire finding the white ring the white yeah, lantern the white lantern in the ground like Thor's hammer and right. saying who can lift this do you think it's dead man who will ultimately lift that lantern yeah. he's hopping through yeah. being it's witness to man. these problems yeah, right no it's definitely dead man he has the white ring and yeah I mean it's, it's meant for him he's the white lantern but okay now we've got dead man in the, in the brightest day zero and he is in this, he's kind of witness to what's going on with some of the heroes. You see him well, witnessing that's the thing. He's being pulled around. Uh, right. Oh, and the, the Hawkman, uh, Hawkgirl scene. You know, right. The whole thing with, with their bones. I mean, that was Somebody great. found their original bones. Right. And what is the purpose of it? You know what I mean? Right. John Jones. Well, it's not someone. That's the whole thing about upset. It's going back to their original curse. Okay. That's what that's about. Okay. So, supposedly they broke their the whole curse, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Martian Manhunter. That was great, too. Uh, if you guys aren't reading... Here's the thing. Right now, Brightest Day's kicking ass, and I want to tell the Geekscape audience, you got to hop on this, but I don't know... If, you know Johns it, is writing it. Right, I know, I know. So I have faith in And Blackest Night was worth the dollar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, okay, yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, no, Let's no. do it. John, Johnson's fear it. is when DC does these big year-long things, they end up dragging, and they end up... I just want to tell my audience to go buy 52, or, you know, count Right, down, I know. You know? I, yeah, I, I knew what you were referring to. Because these, the, the, this book is coming out every other week, correct? Every other week. So As is the, the Reunion Justice League book. Right. And that being t- said, like, the art's tight on this book. It's, it's not this, you know... Yeah. Like, the book was great. book's great. Moving on, Batman and Robin. Okay, Batman and Robin. You know Bruce Wayne supposedly is trapped in time somewhere, and he's been leaving clues in time well, that, that's, for Robin I, I, and Dick Grayson. Let, let, me, let, let me say that, you know... That's the idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, I, when I heard about, you know, the miniseries they're going to do for, you know, Return of Bruce Wayne, I was a little upset. It sounded way too much like Captain America. Um, and as much, you know, Grant Morrison is either like some of the greatest stuff you've ever read, or what the hell are you thinking? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I was leaning towards thinking, what the hell are you thinking? I mean, of course I was going to get it anyway. But I was worried. And then you get the last couple of issues of Batman and Robin where they're setting it up where there's actually clues. And, like, the whole architecture of Wayne Mansion has been, you know, he left clues in the architecture, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of years ago. And it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. And the whole scene with, with Talia and Damien, I mean, all of it. You know that Robin right now is Damien, who's right. Talia and Bruce's son. From birth of, the birth of the demographic. And what they've done ago. is they've totally made it to where the, at any time Talia can... Can turn this this machine and turn and control Damien physically, right? And who do they put in the fucking machine? They put machine? Deathstroke, Slade, the Terminator, who hates it. Dick Grayson, right? And so you have and, this and you, you understood you understood the whole thing. Did, did you get the whole point that you know there's a lot of history? Terminator, Deathstroke, Terminator's first appearance is New Teen Titans number mm-hmm. two, in which he actually turned down a contract on Teen Titans from Hive, and so they turned around. They got his son, right. who was you know Grant Wilson. They gave him a form that was basically based on Deathstroke to make him into another Deathstroke. He became the Ravager, but it burnt him out and he died. And Deathstroke acted like he blamed them for the death, but in reality it was just the honor thing. His son took the contract, he said he's going to do it. Which led to the, the greatest Rivalry. story ever, right. well, the Judas contract, in which he placed Terra into the Titans, found out all the secrets. Deathstroke is known forever who the Titans are, which means he's known who Dick Grayson is, so he's known who Batman is. Right. Going way back to the early 80s, and that was when that wasn't done very much. And that was a big deal. 
And so you here know. you have him possessing well, wait, 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 Damien. Wait, wait. Ultimately, okay. then his other son Jericho came on the, the team. Lesson continues. Yes, and that evolved into for a while there was kind of Deathstroke was actually involved with them. They kind of went through that thing in the nineties, the, the antihero. Yeah, exactly. You know, Deathstroke had his own oh, book. Oh, you're cool. You're cool. You're and trying then to they had kill the last Yeah, and he was in cool. with it. But they went back the other way. He had another daughter, Rose, and he ended up turning Rose into another him. She became the new Ravager. Uh, but the most recent thing is, basically, Nightwing got Rose to turn on him and become a hero. Right. So he just... He, and he references that. In yes, this issue. he references that. So, um, basically that, and I wasn't it's, sure it's, it, What's that. crazy is it's personal on two levels. You yes. have that Wilson, you know, Grayson rivalry, and then you've got the whole Damien not respecting... The well, Grayson well, thing, and, and, and Damien's kind of started to play and, ball. Damien right. started to realize that he wants to be a hero more than he wants to be part of this League of Assassins that Talia Al Ghul and, wants to put together. And what's interesting about it is, you know, Talia always respected Bruce, but the sense you have is, you know, that she doesn't think much of Dick. He's not Bruce, you know, so even though it's what his father may have wanted, that doesn't mean anything to her. You're so, following the acrobat. So here you have the possessed fucking you know? Damien's right. fighting By Slate. And then they show up at Talia's doorstep after they figured it out and are like, all right. And Dick's like, I'm going to go talk to right And what I love right is I love yeah. that Dick used his own personal knowledge of Deathstroke mm-hmm. to beat him. Right. Because Dick, no one would know that that would be a weakness. That he has a heart problem. Yeah, well, that his heart would be at, at you know, working that hard at that level because mm-hmm. of, you know, the formula and everything else. So, yeah, no one else would know that. So they take him down and they show up. And, of course, Talia has to do you know, the whole thing. Talia actually has a clone of Damien ready to take his Which place. Which is creepy. Creepy and great, and Morrison at, at his best. But and it looks like one of those Harlequin babies. But, 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 it does. But, but totally in keeping with, you know, you know, the kind of thing you would expect from the family of Ra's al Ghul. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh, yeah, and they're then, a bunch and, of weirdos. Right. And then, and then, but the best twist is this guy that's running around that was helping him out called Sexton. Mm-hmm. And you know, who is this guy? And, you know, and like, right, he seems familiar. And the great He's shock. got a mask. He's he, you know you don't see who he is. He's kind of a top hat, and you're like, who's yeah. this and sexy kind of guy skinny. who's helping out, right? Yeah. And then and then you realize that you know at the end, Dick has put the whole thing together. That all these different things they've been dealing with have all been gags, and he knows who it is. And the great thing is that Sexton's comment about Damien is, yeah, you're not as much of a detective as the other <laughs> yeah. is he? You know. And so, who does it reveal to be? It's the Joker. Why would the Joker be helping them find Bruce? Well, that's the question. It's the, first of all, the Joker's obsessed with Batman. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's always been obsessed with Batman. And there have been some really great stories. Um, actually, a uh, book that came out last week, uh, the Current Justice Society book. Are you reading that? Mm-hmm. Uh, they've jumped ahead 20 years, and everyone's been, all the superheroes have been rounded up. It's a whole new Reich. And without going off on too much of a tangent, but there's a great scene in the last issue where they're going to execute Batman and Joker is going to be executed too. He's not scheduled to be executed for months and he insists to be killed with Batman. That's funny. Because he has no reason to live without Batman. Oh, oh! it's like when your grandparents die. One of them dies first the other one dies like, like a week later. later. Yeah, that happened uh, with either and uncle like that. That happens. Yeah. That's, that's what happens. With the jo- you want to kill the Joker? Kill Batman. Yeah. Uh, so he must be going sure crazy. I mean, maybe that's the validation. Whatever. It it was a great ending. I mean, I I, I await seeing where it goes, but it was a great ending. What's Marvel doing? Um, Well, like I said, there's a few more DC books this week that were worth discussing. Can you discuss them in five minutes? I'm sorry. Yeah, more or less. Uh, All right, let me just say Secret Six. So, you know, I already talked about Rise and Fall, you know, that they killed off, you know, um, Arsenal's kid with Shezure. Well, in the Secret Six, Shezure also has a baby with Catman. 
We're not sure yet, but it looks like the kid was taken to use as a hostage. Looks like the kid is, might be dead already. Catman is like killing people. I mean, it's crazy what he's doing. Shadja basically said no mercy. You know, and he's gone out there. He's just torturing people. Oh, the sure. book is a bloodbath. It's awesome. It is turning pages. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Blood on his face. It's an awesome, awesome book. That's Ian reading uh, a comic. War of the Superman that I'd heard they rushed to do as a weekly because people felt it was dragging along. They blew up New Krypton. They needed to, though. They needed to return the status quo. Perhaps. You can't have all those fucking Krypton. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not arguing the point, but I'm saying there were a lot of holy shit moments. Um, I know you're not reading uh, New Ultimates because you don't think the New Ultimates universe is it's worth tough. anything, but the Carol Danvers there put a bullet in Hawkeye, it looked like, at the end of that book. Yeah. The, the only reason I would read that book is because Lionel Francis he was doing the artwork on one of the books and Frank Cho's doing the other yeah. artwork. And it's yeah. like, but still, they're going to fold that universe into another M2 or another... They, th- they might. Know? They might. Like, but how can no, you legitimately I, I see your read point. that book and think that it's going to hold its water? Listen, this, that was my fear when they were starting it. Right. You know? But I mean, they're good stories. Um, what I so, do like about it is that they're not just rehashing old storylines, which is what they fell into with the... Pre-ultimatum, ultimate universe. Yes. They were like, "Oh, we they got started it doing that, and they said we got to shake it up." So, right. um, Second Coming continues to be fantastic. X-Men Second Coming, guys, issue five of this story arc that came out, and uh, we, we got to tell you, the, pick this up. This is the Sinestro Corps war that we were talking about yeah. years ago. Yeah. This is Marvel's thing, you guys. The I mean, X book—they they, they killed Nightcrawler. It's so easy to pick this up because it's numbered get one through five that are out right now six comes out soon and these are all you have to be reading you can read like uh, you know the, X Factor yeah, you can yeah, read yeah, some yeah. additional books well, you yeah. enjoy it because it uh, are we I, seeing I love those Limbo? books anyway it's Peter David well I'm in, not reading the, any of the Limbo stuff now the Limbo stuff Hellbound, Hellbound is, re- is Limbo uh, the X Factor is Revelations they just tied in the attacks into X Factor mm-hmm. um, you don't need the X Factor book though I highly recommend that book it's just it's Peter David at his best yeah, it's great. It's psychological. Uh, it's funny. It's quirky. It's smart, you know. Um, but you know, the the other books have just been, I mean, a bloodbath. Yeah, just the, so the, the good. core Second Coming books are hard, are badass. Yeah, and there's so much character stuff going on. It even ties in with the upcoming event, New Avengers, Mighty Avengers, when you have Beast show up for Nightcrawler's funeral and go right up to Scott and be like, "This is on you, dude." Yeah, you did. You this. turned the X Men into a killing force, mm-hmm. and this is you, like. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, Wolverine it, looking at Hope and you better be worth it yeah he looks at you Hope know? who they've been trying to rescue now yeah. she's showing but, up again. and, and like, Cyclops had that great speech where he's like you know she's just a girl don't put it on her and he, Cyclops flat out says he's, he is the leader he's right. saying you this is blame me right. you have any issue it's all on me I mean it's Cyclops at his at, he's the leader it, yeah finally it's, it's, yeah there's no reservation he's the guy mm-hmm. he's taking it on and uh, and even Magneto, you, you see what's going on yeah. with Kitty. I mean, this is the if you want an update on what's uh, going on with the X Men universe, see, you Mag- watch this. Magneto wakes up, he starts talking to her. Cable, don't talk to him. Yeah, Cable goes, you do not talk, don't talk yeah. to that guy. Yeah. And Magneto's like, oh, you don't have to be worried about me, new girl. Right. It's fine. Right. You know, I'm not going to poison your head with any kind of ideology. Yeah. What was also funny was the scene where she, where Hope is you know, and Cable is introduced to Scott, and she's like, who's this? Right. That's my dad. Well, he starts off, it's like, oh, uh, this is this is Cyclops. Um, He's you my know, dad. He's the leader of the X Men, uh, Scott Summers, uh, and, and and he's my father. Yeah. She's like, uh, well, Cable looks I, I, like he's seventy years. Yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. First of all, Cable is you know about a foot taller than Cyclops, yeah. and yeah, and he's like three times his age. So, it's obvious, you guys, we, that we don't have enough time for Ian Kerner. Uh, next time you you'll see him on the couch, I'll be married. Uh, expect that. And yeah, uh, are we already? Be crazy? Is it a, are the dates already worked out for everyone in the next few weeks? Yeah. Yeah. 
Unless we want to do an Ian Kerner special spooze where he comes on and just spoozes comic book shit for like an well, hour. Well, whatever. I mean, I know. you know, listen, it's summer. Right. Iron Man 2 came out and summer's officially began, so there's a lot of movies for We're us to talk get about. It. But guys, uh, next week we've got some... You see, he doesn't comic- just invite I, me back. I, I, well, he doesn't say when. We'll find you, you know. a spot. But next week we've got uh, so Jesse from Fourth Wall Podcast. He's going to be talking comics as well. After that we've got Axel Braun, the director of the Batman porn parody. Uh, and then we got a week off while I get I think a week or two off while I get married and go on my honeymoon. You're you're, but you're here we go. You're getting married going on honeymoon and there's no Geekscape. There'll be there'll be updates. Come on, um, I, guys, go to Geekscape.net because you know it's that's summer. Movies talk. are coming out. I know we, we'll get on it. There'll be shit on the sub. That's what I'm trying. Um, Geekscape.net. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to understand this. So you you get to have a life? Yeah. <laughs> no, I do not. Geekscape.net. You get articles. You get news. If you don't review it on Geekscape. The show will be reviewing it on the website. So please, please be checking it every day. We've got updated news stories hourly. The news stories are popping up like crazy. Features, you've done a great job, Gilmore, getting the features up there. Geekscape.com. Oh, did you guys you ever go. see the Destroyer picture? No, but you're going to show it to us the second this episode is over. So just hold it, hold tight. Thor. Image. You can also buy awesome. t shirts. At, the, at geekscape.net. Talk on the forums, do all that. If you're on Facebook, Keep hearing YouTube, about these Twitter, Go to uh, geekscape.net spelled out and find us. So it's facebook.com slash geekscape spelled out dot net. So you're saying geekscape.net. But D-O-T, you got to spell it out. Geekscape, D-O-T. D-O-T. N-E-T. Yeah. That's how you find us. G-E-E-K. You'll be back in June. You'll be back before you know it. You'll be back before we know it. Okay. And the audience will be like, oh, he's back. Oh, he's back.